hello, 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 everyone. How's it going? And welcome to the podcast of the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show, guys. That is us, guys here. Hello, guys. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. English is tricky, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Um, what is this? Like ninety something episode, ninety something, six ish, seven ish. Let's go six and a half. Uh, Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Three more, and it's a hundred. <laughs> Holy crap! Holy. Holy snap and duck shit. Exactly. As Nana used to say. Did she? No. Okay. Um, yes, so welcome to... <laughs> that was the most awkward welcome ever. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, number 97. Let us know if there's anything in particular you want us to do for the 100th episode. Should yeah. we do some crazy shindig or something? Or do it live? Have, we could do a live thing and people that listen to this could actually go live and talk to us on the podcast and stuff. Yeah, it'd be fun. The sad thing would be if no one shows up. Yeah. We're, doing it, we're doing a live chat one. Everyone join in. <laughs> it's like no one comes kura, to your kura, birthday party kura, as a kid. Kura, kura. <laughs> not, not that I ever had that. Yeah, so uh, mm. anyway, well, just let us know if there's anything in particular you want us to do or if you would be interested in, if we were doing a live thing, if you want to come on and say hello and have a party have with, a um, with, with us for our 100th um, episode of this podcast. Spectacular. Wow. Hundred of these I've edited. Well, it's ninety-seven, but yeah, I hope you will. Hey, um, before we get into some more chit chat, whatever the hell that is going to be, yes. um, take a photo of whatever you're looking at. Ah, that's a sounds like a good idea, Alex. Send it to us on Instagram or Facebook, and or well, my book, my book, <laughs> or my face. No way. Yes. Yeah, my gram, um, <laughs> my gram. So, uh, yeah, send us a photo of what you're looking at and so we know where people are in the world and what they're up to and it's always yeah. fun to sort of see where people are at. Well, take a photo of your shoes and send it to us. I don't know why. I just looked at my shoes then for some reason. Send us a photo of your shoes cool. so we know what shoes, you, what shoes you're wearing. Um, yeah, so welcome to the show. Uh, what's new with you, Alex, in the um, world of music-related music things? Music-related things. We've got some stuff coming. We do? Yeah. Um, do I, we? I haven't really got anything new. I, I do have one. Actually, let's talk about that first. Because that's just arrived today. Here. It's the AS1. People wondering what the AS1 is. Sounds like this. Yeah, it sounds like that. Come that's, in! That's probably all the noise it's ever going to make. Well, um, no. No, this too. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, And? <laughs> don't hit the switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a company called Moztronics if you don't know we've done a lot of review stuff with him uh, a guy called Andrew in Melbourne yes. Australia yes <clears throat> he builds a lot of um, uh, preamps and guitar pedals uh, he's a bass player sort of originally yeah so some really cool bass drives and fuzzers as well as like um, some valve preamp pedals and rack mount stuff but he's made a, um, a couple of amp switches, so five in and five out amp switcher. Well, technically, he says it was my idea. So um, I, I originally, I messaged him because I, I wanted to know, right? Mm. And I think no one still quite sort of really gets what I asked. But anyway, I wanted to know if you can use a patch bay, right? So you have a bunch of amps hooked up via patch bay and you have a speaker cable going out of the amp into the patch bay and then you go out of the patch bay into a speaker and that way you wouldn't have to 
plug and unplug the speaker cable in the back, mm. but you plug in the amp you want. And a lot of people were saying, no, because you, you can't have amps on without something attached to it. And I go, well, I don't want them on. I just want to go, I want to use this amp today, plug it in. Yeah, sure. Anyway, long story. Uh, Andrew said, oh, it, it was, literally it was like that. I, talk, I asked him once and he goes, oh, let me have a think. Give me about an hour. I'll have a think about, or give me till tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. I'll see if I can draw up some schematics because I think it could be done. And then he got back to me and he told me all about the schematics and stuff and I have no idea what it was all about. <laughs> but so basically he has these dummy loads in there and he has all these relay switches and blah, 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 blah. And he kind of made it and it was technically my idea. So now he has a product that you can buy, which is the AS1 amp switcher, where basically the idea is you can have five different amplifiers and five different speakers hooked up and then you can select which amplifier via this switch. Wow. Uh, and then you can select which amplifier you want to send to which speaker wow. via that switch. <laughs> um, and he says, and it even says it on it, to prevent damage to the amplifiers in this unit, you must set all amplifiers to standby um, and oh. to volume to zero. Que well, question though. Yeah. What if your amp doesn't have standby? If like that, that one over there. Just I just turn it off. Turn so to me, air. most of the, I mean, for me, most the way I use my studio is mm. I know what amp I want to use. Mm. And I go, okay, I want to use the angle today. Yep. And I mean, because the, um, the, my fender doesn't have standby. Yeah, yeah. So if, you, if you don't. Uh, if you don't, I just turn it off. Because it's, yeah, it's not like a live switching thing. It's more like a, a routing option. So, oh, yeah. okay, for this song, I'm working on the studio. I'm going to use this head and this cab. So you um, set it up. Yeah. And it's not like the Ampete switcher, which a lot of YouTubers and people are using now, where you can actually, mm. as you're playing it, you can switch it and it, it, it knows the homage of the different amps and different speakers and it holds everything and you even have effects loops in it. So it must be, the MP thing must have tons of ins and outs in the back. Yeah, yeah, it must Because you can go to each effects loop mm. and it routes it to the effects, the effects of the effects loop as well and stuff like that. So this basically, you've got a buffered input and a direct input and you've got, in the back, you've got an output that goes to the input of each speaker, of each amp, right? Because you plug into this, and then from that it goes to the speaker, to the not the speaker, the amp, and then you have the speaker output from the amp connected to this as well, and then you have an output that goes to five different speakers. Yeah. So um, I think it's really cool. I've been using mm. it a lot, and um, um, yeah, all you got to do is just flick it to standby and switch it to the other one, or turn yeah. it off. I just turn it off. It's not no big drama, and it it, it does a bit of a. Boom, when you switch it, you can hear that something internally, like an electronic sure. thing, switches. Okay. Um, so yeah, I usually have all the amps I don't use off. Yeah, sure. And just the amp I want on. Sounds good. So, so yeah. that's yeah, that that arrived today. That that'll be fun for you. And um, I've got to work out how to maybe maybe through the patch bay because it's not a signal load. Sorry, it's not a speaker load. Um, work out how to route like one lot of effects loop effects so i can say um say i've got two amps with effects loops here if we wrap them those loops into the patch bait it's all one level yeah that and should then, work um because it's not speaker level so it shouldn't be weird for the patch bay no and then i can just have one lot of delay and reverbs or whatever if i want in the loop and you can even if you Okay, I never know which ones which. You've got the normal, half normal, and yeah, sure. You can even like set it in a way that if nothing is plugged in, 
it just goes through. Yeah, it should be isolated, I think, which is, should be not affected. Whatever it is, there's yeah. one where you, you can I have think... the running through. I just mm. actually, I just bought for my, I don't know if I even told you, for my angle, I bought a, because um, <coughs> I got this massive foot switch with it, mm. um, but that's massive. Yep. Um, so I bought from Loopy Pedals in, in just south of Brisbane here. Um, he makes switching stuff. Yep. And there's one especially actually it was for angle. It was it's an angle one. Oh yeah. Because um, the angle on the back it has the one plug for the super duper multi midi switcher thing, but then it has separate inputs for channel switching, separate one for um, sure. the effects loop and all that stuff. So I've got I've got a, a little foot switch uh, for the effects loop, and it actually is two things. It's the effects loop and the gate. Okay, cool. Um, and I have the effects loop going into my patch bay now. But mm -hmm. I can turn it on and off. Yeah, nice. But I think it may be internally in the angle, it may be, if nothing's plugged into it, it knows. Because even when the effects loop is on and nothing's plugged into the, the patch bay, unless the patch bay, which is your patch bay, mm. is set to the through thing. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah, Because yeah. it, it, even without anything plugged in, it works. Okay, cool. So you just turn it on. You can hear a little volume difference, but that's okay. about it. Yeah, well. Yeah. But anyway, so I've got that set up that way. Now. What if that volume difference is just the cable, the capacitance of the cable? Possibly. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's the amp switcher. And um, so I'm going to have to get some more cable and make up some speaker cables and patch all that in. Yes. And then it'll be, you'll see it in uh, all the videos now. We'll make sure you should definitely put it somewhere where it's on camera. Mm. So not there. But one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Because at the moment we really only use one amp because it's a pain in the butt to pull things out and repatch stuff. Yes. And um, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's cool. So that's an amp switcher that just arrived. I just brought that today. Mm. I'm like I'm like your Santa. Wow. Basically. Wow. Just call me call me Santa. I'm not gonna call you Santa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What else? So we did a bunch of, just did a bunch of videos. We did, what did we do? We did a um, DC2W, Boss DC2W versus uh, Line 6, M uh, MM4. MM4 Dimension setting mm. shootout. What were your thoughts on that, Alex? It's a mouthful. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's interesting to um, check it out because the dimension's not a chorus, like in the same way that it's not like a, CE2 or CE3 or something. No. So it's kind of a chorus, but it's kind of not at the same time. And the dimension setting on the line six is more chorusy. Yes. Like like you'd normally think of a chorus effect. Yes. So it's kind of, they were kind of in the same world, but totally different at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were quite different. Mm. Um. <clears throat> the line six, I said in the video, it's a bit more chorusy. Maybe if you cross the dimension with a vibe and blended a bit of vibe in. Oh, yeah. It had kind of like, like gooey modulation thing, you know, when you... Yes. It's kind of chewy. It's probably lack of a better word. Um, gooey, chewy. Yeah. A um, bit more of that. Like, yeah. Chewy. <laughs> Louie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Here's some words that rhyme with Corey. <laughs> Allegory. <laughs> Montessori. <coughs> But um, I really like the dimension effect, like the actual boss one or the roll one or whatever, 
Yeah. Because it's it's not a chorus, but it kind of does chorusing at the same time it, with with like effects. The, the wider maker. Mm. They actually posted. Did you see when we when we did the video of it? I called it the make wider pedal. Yeah. That's what I called it. The video and Roland shared it, saying, "Oh, that's actually a really good title for it. The make wider pedal. <laughs> <coughs> wider, widerest, widerer, widerestly. Yeah, that's a cool effect. Um, I'd love to. I think they kind of become quite collectible now. The original, the rack ones. Yeah, expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's over a thousand bucks there. And they're like, I think they're even bigger. I think they're three. Um, two or three, I can't remember. I think it's a three space. They're big, massive things. Yeah, and just with four buttons on the front. Yeah. yeah. Not much to them, but yeah. No. They're interesting boxes. And um, a friend of ours has it, and I, I think he uses it for the synth effect of widening monosynths. It embiggens it, yeah. It's the embiggenizer, the M-widenizer. Whatever. Uh, English is tricky, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not my first language, so... Um, <laughs> Okay, so we did that. That was good. Yeah. Uh, we what, also did. Sorry, what did you think? Uh, oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I liked the the, the DC two W. I liked that pedal. Yeah, it's cool. And I think um, I'm gonna do a video. I talked actually talked to Ed. Um, hello, Ed, if you're listening, by the way. Ed, who's our sort of Roland boss contact guy. Um, I think he's the artist liaison guy. Sounds like a fancy for boss Australia. title. So he does. I think he does to a certain degree what. Um, guys like Matt Knight from um, Guitar Nerds he's the European version and Ed is that but the Australian version kind of thing um, so I think all the YouTubers and a lot of the artists and stuff that are affiliated with, with Roland and Boss he deals with them hmm. um, and I talked to him today because um, he sent us I didn't even know it was going to it was a right it was coming we talked about it once before, but out of the blue, a few, I don't know, maybe a month ago now, or maybe not quite a month ago now, maybe three weeks ago, um, the synth SY1, the single boss pedal synthesizer arrived um, at my doorstep. Um, and I talked to him today about, um, I want to do a video with that uh, and the Dimension, the DC2, because the synth is mono. Yeah. Um, and I think that would sound really cool using it like you would use a synthesizer going mm. into the make wider pedal. Uh, I really like it. In saying that, I quite like the sound of the Line 6, but it was different. Yeah, the, the Line 6 is more an effect. I, descri- I think I described it in the video as it sounds like the police, the guitar and the police. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's sort of what it sounds like. It's that electric mistress, not quite a flanger, not quite a phaser, uh, not quite a chorus, sort of in between the two. Yeah. Like a like a um, really slow chorus, almost mm. flanger. Yeah. Um, it's that sort of what that is. Yeah. Cool sound, though. It like, sounded good. Yeah, I liked it, yeah. It's not the same, but it's cool sound in its own right. But yeah. dif- they're different. Yeah, yeah. They're, bo- they're both good, um, but quite different. Yeah, it's, it's you can't quite put your finger on what the boss one really does. Mm. It's sort of chorus, but not. It's sort of you can't quite, or I can't. Go, oh yeah, it does that because it just kind of it makes it. I think that's I mentioned it in the video as well. It sounds like it becomes three D all of a sudden. Yeah. Did I mention this before? When it used to be the um, the um, the BBE Sonic maximizers when they first came out, mm. and I worked in a music shop. Did I mention that to you before? I'm not sure. I worked in a music shop when they first came out. The the yeah. rack units. Yeah, I got one when the first came out. Um, and um, yeah, people always asked us how. 
what does it do? And we, none of us could really say what it actually does. But it's this thing, you put it on, and all of a sudden the sound is sort of three-dimensional around you. And then you turn it off, and all of a sudden it's sort of it's this sort of really narrow thing just in front of you. Mm. Um, it was one of those things where always with the with the BBE with the um, Sonic Maximizer, you demo it for someone, you turn it on, and they go ah, and then after a while they kind of go oh, but so does it really sound any different to it off? And then after you turn it off again, yeah. so when you first turn it on, everyone goes ah. But then you kind of get used to it and you don't think about it. But then as soon as you turn it off, everyone goes, ah, now I get it. Yeah. So it was, always, it was always the joke, you know, you have to turn it on and then off yep. and then on again. And then people go, ah, and it's the <laughs> same with that. It's the same with the DC2W, I think. You kind of turn it on and it makes things sound wider. And then after a little while, you start going, that's just kind of like a chorus, isn't it? But then you turn it off, and then you go, ah, okay, no, it's not a chorus. It just makes things yeah, yeah. bigger and surround you. Yeah. Actually, it'd be fun to try some, like, um, plug-in emulations, maybe. Um, of the DC2. Of the... Of the, um, the rack one. Yeah, rack one. Well, UAD does one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I they do a, a, an official people. one, don't they? Yeah, I think so. The proper one. And um, maybe some other people, too. I remember seeing a few out there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... A, it's um, it's a it's, it's big, well used thing. Yeah, yeah. Be a good way to get into it without spending over a thousand dollars on a yeah. box you occasionally use. <laughs> you see it a lot in those studio rundowns when people go through the racks. Mm. They quite often somewhere down the bottom there'll be yeah. a, a the, the the DC. Is it no? Is it was it a DC or was it something else? Whatever it was called, but one of the dimension choruses yeah. or dimension dig, uh, digital dimension. I think that's what it was yeah. called, wasn't it? Um, um, yeah, so that, that was pretty cool. I quite liked it. Mm. Um, okay, then a Mostronics. Um, oh, yeah, high voltage. High voltage tube rock, driver TD2 arrived. So, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's cool. It's, um, I really like it. It's kind of Marshally preamp thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah. So, he did a uh, tube driver, which is a TD1. Yes. And that's a high gain, more high gain box, and it's a bit more. Would you say like smooth's not the right word because it's kind of aggressive, but it's a bit more that singing lead tone. It reminds uh, me of a Soldano style. I was just about to say so. <laughs> That's yeah, what it reminds it's me. Funny. Of. It's funny. Just about to say that. Like a modded, which I think that's a basically a modded Marshall, isn't it? I tell you about meeting Mike Soldano. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just sitting there by himself <laughs> in the middle of an air. <laughs> but um yeah totally that world of salt salt that's really singing fizzy f- kind of fizzy like Marshall kind of but super high gain yeah. yeah and the two is a bit more um kind of classic rock Marshall I'd say for lack of a yeah it's classic rock Marshall yeah. yeah well it's I think it's based on a JCM 800 preamp mm. so it's the same as his rack mount or what would you call the other one? Like a VCR box. Ooh, there's a term for old people. Yeah. Uh, a, a DVD player size. It's not half rack, but it's two thirds rack or something. It's like it a, like a, yeah, it's I don't a, know. It's a steel, like an amp top. Like an, like an enclosure, yeah, like yeah. an amp enclosure looking. Um, on, see on top, top of your amp yeah. thing. Um, so it's, um, have you, have you Sorry. plugged those in, AB them? No, not yet. 
that's something we should do. Um, we'll, we'll definitely should do that. Um, yeah, so it's a JCM 800 style. To me, I think I mentioned in the video as well, that the TD2 is like channel one and yeah. the TD1 is like channel two of an amp. So you've got a lower gain and a higher gain. Or, you know, like you would have with an AC800, you have the lower gain input and a higher gain input. The TD2 is the lower gain input. Mm. The TD1 is the higher gain input. Yeah, it's cool. Um, something about the, the tails and the kind of the texture of distortion when you just let a chord ring. Yeah. That was really cool. It's great. All this mm. stuff is good. So I'm, 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 a, I'm a fan. Mm. Definitely a fan. And um, what was the other? Oh, the um, governor shootout. Govoff. Gov dog. Gov. Govnoff. 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 Uh, yeah, so we had recently a couple of governor-style pedals arrive. Again, Mostronics was one of them, the, the bone breaker. Uh, and we also had um, King Pedals send us the Straya drive. Yeah, mate. Straya, which one half... Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, because we had a few comments on the video saying, I had to look up what Straya meant. But yeah. of course, now I understand it. it Straya is like what in America... What in America, if you... Remember George Bush? You probably don't want to remember George Bush, but if you if you think back to George W. Bush, he always used to call it American, you know, the American people, American. So Australia is what an Australian would say. The Australia is. You've got Merca and Australia. <laughs> so it's the Australia drive, basically, yes. but in Australian accent with a drop bear on it. Um, and <laughs> you, um, you have to watch out if you're coming to Australia. Watch out for drop bears. Yeah, very dangerous. Oh. Extremely dangerous. They just come out of nowhere. Bloodlusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had seven children, only two survived. The rest were eaten by drop bears. Oh, likely story. Yeah, likely. Hear that, hear that all the time. All the time. Uh, so, yeah, so the King Pedals, Straya Drive. Um, and half of it is the is based on the governor, and we did a shootout with that, with an old actual martial governor. So, mm. Alex, thoughts? Um, uh, weirdly, the one I liked the least was the actual Marshall one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's, the game was cool, but it kind of lacked this, like, definition, and it's a little bit flat for me. Well, it's old. It's tired and old. <laughs> Is that why you like it? Yeah, it's like me. <laughs> um, the Mostronics one was a little less gamey, but had this great chordal definition stuff like through the upper mid-range and the Australia drive for me that was probably the one that felt the best with the gain well I think we said it in the video and we said it in the rat off shootout mm. um, the kink one seems to both the Russian plague which is the rat and muff style pedal and the Strayer Drive, which is the Tube Screamer and Governor dual pedal, yeah. it seems to be the most modern sounding one. So it's kind of quite tight and the nice low end, not flobby. Flobby? Flo flo flobby? Flubby? Flo flo floppy? Floppy. Floppy. <laughs> you know you know what I mean. It's not. It's yes. tight. Defined. Uh, defined. Whereas... We all like a defined low end. Yes. Don't we all? Um, whereas... <laughs> The the so it sounded the most modern. It had the most modern sound to it, mm. if yep. for lack of a better word. Um, I really liked the governor though. I think mm -hmm. it sounded really good. There was, 
it was one of those things, like with all these shootouts, one will sound better on one guitar, the other one will sound better on with single coils. And to me, the um, the governor worked really well. The original governor, I think with my, with humbuckers, with my Ibanez, I think was it? I think it was. It just had a, that bottom end was just nice. Yeah. It was just, for me, it worked really well. Cool. But um, um, I like them all. They're all good. Mm. I mean, they're, yeah. They're, there's nothing bad to say about a governor style pedal. And I, I, I should try and find more governor style pedals. Yeah. Because they're good. I wonder what else is out there. Well, I've got the Goo. Yeah. The Goo, well, which I don't think they even exist anymore, Tone Concepts. But um, it was sort of the Nels Klein signature distortion. Yeah. Um, we've done, done that one. Though, we've done so a video on that. Is there any other ones that we don't? Uh, I don't know. I should find out more. Yeah. Like, find more governor clones because I li- really like that. Governor and the Rat, I think, are my two absolute favourite mm. kind of... Because, I mean, we should even try, just for the hell of it, we should try the higher gain King of Tone. Oh, yeah? With uh, Governor. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, a King of Tone is based on a Bluesbreaker. Mm. And I don't know, I, I've mentioned that in one of the videos as well, and no one commented on it. And I don't know if anyone out here in, in uh, radio world, in podcast world, knows <laughs> about this sort of stuff. Out there in radio land. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, the... The King of Tone is based on the Blues Breaker, mm. but has a lot more gain than the Blues Breaker. Because the Blues Breaker has basically very little, if any, gain. Now, I wonder the the Governor, which sort of came next. Actually, the Governor came before. So it was the Governor came first, and then they brought out the Blues Breaker, Drive Master, and Shred Master. Mm. And I think the Drive Master, the middle one, is somewhat the extension of the Governor. And then you have the lower gain blues breaker and the more metal voiced shredmaster. Yeah. Um, but I wonder how different the circuits are if they're like completely different circuits or just a few different components to give it more gain. So I wonder what the difference. So maybe we should do a king of tone versus not versus blues breaker because that's almost a bit unfair because there's not enough gain there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do versus governor. That's, we should do that versus goo. Mm. King of tone versus governor versus goo. There you go. There's one. There we go. Stay, Done. Stay tuned. Decided. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know how different they are because I don't know anything about it. But Because um, I've got the normal King of Tone, but I also have the high gain. High gain, yeah. The one side is high gain. Yeah. Which is meant to give you... I think the way they say it in the manual is that the normal one, uh, if you turn it to about 3 o'clock, that's when... Oh, the high gain ends roughly, you know, three o'clock. Yeah. So what is full gain on the normal one is about three o'clock gain on the. So you've mm. got that extra. Okay, like a quarter. Quarter, yeah. Quarter more. Yeah, right. Okay. I think that's what they that's what they're saying in the manual with it. But, mm. um, so yeah, I mean that's something we could do. We should do. Definitely should do. Let's, let's do it. Have we done it yet? No. No. <laughs> um, Sydney talk to you. Last week, what did we do last week? Just for um, because we didn't. Oh, we did, uh, ah, the Boss um, SD1 shootout. Oh, yeah. So we had a... Um, that was interesting. That was interesting, yeah. We had an old, I think it was from 84, 85, 86? Six, maybe? 86, an old, I've got an old Japanese, I should know this, it's mine, but old sure. Japanese made um, SD1, Boss Super Overdrive. Then I have a current model, just normal model SD1, or it was from 2007 or something like that, but I mean, same diff. And then we had the Waza one. 
uh, and we did a shootout. Uh, the video hopefully will be out soon. Mm. Probably not yet by the time you're listening to this, but what were your thoughts on that? The three different <laughs> Super Overdrive. I actually like the current standard one. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Yeah, which was the cheapest one. Yeah. Um, they're very close, all three. Oh, yeah. They were very almost... There was a... I do still think all up the Waza with the custom setting, which has a lot more bottom end, or seems to have more EQ, like wider EQ range. Yeah. Um, I liked probably the best. But, but the, the, the it, stock it, it, one and the Japanese one, the old Japanese one, there was... Almost identical. Almost identical, yeah. But with that more bottom end with the Waza one, you'd probably end up EQing that out anyway in a mix or... In a recording? No, it's in a, not, not, not in the kind of mixes. I don't know. I live in the subs, oh, yeah. mate. It's all subs. I don't do any anything above... <laughs> I, don't do, I don't do anything above 100 hertz, mate. Wow. I live all uh, all below 100 rumbles. hertz. Rumbles. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Gabor and the Rumbles, that's in yep, yep, band yep. name. That's that's the thing. You know, if you listen to my albums uh, on normal CD players of phones, you don't hear any sound. Wow. You have to have special sound systems Concept. so you can hear the music. When you get it's it, so low. It sounds really good next door. <laughs> yeah you put it on next door <laughs> and crank it and they can't hear it but you it's really loud where you are but they feel nauseous they feel nauseous <laughs> it's just from the sound waves <laughs> um, there was um, I think it was the Flaming Lips yeah they released an album and it was a four CD album like four album album yeah. but it wasn't four it was the same songs on all four album, on all four CDs but I think it was different frequency ranges or something like that. Okay. So you had to play all of them at once on four different systems. Oh, right. Um, it was like a concept thing. You also, I think you got a fifth disc, which was just... A, For normal people. Normal people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a... The, I think it was a Flaming Lips. Wow. And they had ones and it was different. I think it was divided in frequency ranges. So you had like a really low frequency one. You had, gotcha. Band um, Or possibly... Split by instruments, but also within frequency ranges. Yeah. So you had like one had the kick in the bass and synth stuff on it, and yeah. the other one had guitar and vocals on it. And yeah, sure. Then you know what I mean. And you <laughs> had to press, and it was one of those things you had to play it all at the same time, press play at exactly the same time for it to work. <laughs> it was like a concept thing. That's cool. But that that was that's that's a great idea. Did you ever see the MythBusters episode where they tried to make? Someone crapped themselves with the brown note. Brown note, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got mayor sound, like massive PA subs <laughs> out in the middle of it, <laughs> like a um, an airport hangar or something. And yeah, yeah. Put them all random. No Ma- massive man nappy on. <laughs> no, 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 no crapping your pants. Yeah, didn't work. Didn't work. Um, anyway, yeah. So that was the that was got a little sidetracked there, but that was the SD one shootout. Mm. What else did we do last week? We did the brown note. We did the bone breaker, I think, last week. We just mm. talked about it, but yep. um, so that's the and the Australia drive. I think that's what we did last week. Did we do anything else last week? So anyway, we just talked about them sort of before. Remember. But the bone breaker, so um, Mostronics bone breaker. It's um, so apparently, or so the story goes, mm. that um, a tube screamer circuit, a Boss OD one circuit. Uh, governor circuit and the Fulton OCD circuit are all almost identical just have different components Mm. Um, now what Andrew did was he basically put all of them into one pedal or his take of it anyway someone actually interesting we should have checked that the tube screamer someone said it sounds like it doesn't have the clean signal in it like a tube screamer does 
Oh, yeah. Which I wonder if it does. Maybe it doesn't. don't know. Anyway, but, um, uh, yeah, so you have a rotary switch on it, and then he has a fifth position, which is his own take on it, right. which apparently is quite related to the driveline pedal. It's quite similar to the driveline pedal. Mm. Um, what were your thoughts on that, Alex? Yeah, it's fun. It's quite a quite a usable little box. It's got um, it's always going to have out of five different flavors of overdrive. You're always going to gravitate towards a couple. Yeah. Because of your personal preference. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I like the governor setting. Yeah. And I like the in between setting. So you can actually go in between the like back in the days. Used to have three way switches on strats. Mm. And then they kind of had them in between and they found, oh, well, that's actually a cool sound. So in between the five positions, it actually goes, it bypasses the diodes. It goes through in each position. So you just have a no diode signal. Yeah. And I quite like that signal, actually. Yeah, it's cool. It's kind of gets louder and more way up front tonally. Yeah. Yeah. More, more aggressive sounding to me. Just sort of like, I oh, know, it's kind of obvious it gets, gets louder because there's no diodes. But it's also this forward thing, like a yeah, just punch, I quite like punches it. Punches out of the speakers, and apparently you can just disconnect something, and then you can change one of the presets to to I guess to that remove diodes or something. Yeah, well, you remove yeah. one of them. No, no, it's just getting rid of one connection. It, yeah, um, they were saying anyway. Jumper thing. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Oh, I I like it. I always like I like all the Mastronic stuff. Um, we really like the OCD setting. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. Well, through your amp, I liked it better than through my amps at home. Oh yeah. It's I guess it, it depends on the amps mm. too, but. Um, yep. True. Um, uh, yeah, and then the other pedal we did was the Strayer Drive, which we just talked about as well, yeah, but yeah. Um, last week. So we filmed the Strayer Drive, which is up now. Yeah, it's up already. Um, so that's half 808, Tube Screamer 808, mm. and half um, Governor. Governor as well. Ah, it's Governor. I like. I really like it. FTC Governor. Governor, sure. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Um, I both the the two kink pedals we have, I really like. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. Um, really fun graphics too. The graphics are great. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. haven't seen them, go check out kink pedals on socials or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All really, the graphics are great. Really fun looking boxes. I would really like to. I'm going to talk to him. He makes one which is a his take on an HM2, but with more EQ. Okay. I think. I think it's got like a goat on it in the pentagram. Yeah. And each... Is that what that is? I saw the pedal. And each tip of the pentagram has a knob. Uh, so yeah. five knobs, I guess. Yep. Whereas the, the HM2 has four. Four, yeah. Um, and you turn everything to full. That's the setting on for the HM2. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really like to try that because I like the HM2. I'm a, I like the, the yeah, Boss yeah. metal pedals. It's funny that, that my favorite Boss drives yeah. uh, is the SD1. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the whole DS1, DS2, OD1, OD2, and then the... Do you like the blues? The blue, uh, yeah, it's sort of a meh thing for me. Yeah, I know. But then I actually quite like, I like the metal zone. I like the hyper metal. It's actually probably my favorite one out of them is the hyper metal. Because you've got, I think it's HM2, then you've got the HM3, which is the hyper metal. Mm Mm-hmm. HM2 is the heavy metal, HM3 is the hyper metal. Okay. And then you've got That's the MT2, which is the metal zone. Mm. And then you've got the digital metalizer. I was just going to mes- mention that, yeah. Yeah. I like that stuff. I like the, the silly, stupid EQ. 
high gain pedals that Boss makes. Yeah. I really like them. Yeah. I'm a fan. That's just me. So yeah, so I might talk to Mark at Kink Pedals and see if we can maybe grab a, one of those. Yeah, yeah, sure. Is it something goat? Name of the goat or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's some something kind of silly like that, but um, um, I, I really like I really like the idea of it. Hang on, where is it? Kink, not conk, kink. Conk puddles. Uh, conk puddles. The oath of the goat. Yes, goat oath. Goat oath. And then he's got another yes. one called. I like I, I like the 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 graphics and I like the title the names of his his pedals too. So we've done the um, the Russian plague and we've done the the Straya drive, and then he has one called the oath the oath of the goat, uh, <laughs> which is and with like a goat on it in the yeah, pentagram. Yeah. It's great. And then he's got one called the stab zone. Stab zone. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, well, it's got a knife on it and a skeletal looking thing. Sweet. You know, from He Man Skeletor. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, which is oh no, this is the one. Nineties thrash death metal vibe. Oh no, this one is loosely based on the awesome Dan Electro Fab Tone. <gasps> You've got it, don't you? You've got the Fab the Fab Tone metal. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh my god. So that's based on that. I think I've still got it. Um. I'm sure, I haven't sold it. No oh, one wants to buy those. He needs to send us those. And then the other thing I like, he's got a femtor, <laughs> which is his centaur, but with a female centaur on it. Sexy lady horse. Sexy lady horse. And yeah, the oath of the goat is the. Yeah, based on the boss HM2. Norse. Norse. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I really like his stuff. I'm a fan. So I, I, I might have to talk to him and see if he wants to send us some more stuff. Cause, um, and then he's got the Charlie Fuzz. Which has got Charles Manson with glowing eyes on the front, and then he's got the psychedelic Charlie, which uh, <laughs> they look cool. Eh? They look the the graphics are awesome. I really like the graphics. Um, oh, and then he's got the spacey grey new product. Ooh, with a clown on it. Clown. Based on a CE two chorus. Oh, oh wow! But a slightly creepy clown. Yeah, it stacks creepy. Um, based on a CE two. And then he's got the Absolution Fuzz, which is, I don't know if it's based on anything, but it's uh, an angry looking guy as well. Oh, it's um, a Cranky Jesus Man. Cranky Jesus, oh yeah. It's a priest. Absolution a, a, Fuzz. A preacher man. He's an angry preacher. Um, yeah, so I've I got to talk to him about sending us some more stuff because I really like his stuff. Mm. I'm a big fan. Yeah, sounds great. I'm massively impressed generally with Australian stuff lately. Mm. Like, oh, Rad Distortion, Dazzatronics. That's yes. another one we did last week. Another rat style called Rad yes. Distortion. Yeah, it's great. You can't go wrong with those sort of things. The rats are always going to be cool. They're just different flavors. Yeah. Like some, some like the clone thing, like they're all kind of a bit different and you either like them or you don't like them or they work for your setup or not. Femtor, we should check that out. We too. should. You should send us all those pedals. Yeah, do that. Do that. Right, why don't you? <laughs> but, um... With rats, they kind of, they they're always good. Yeah, there's no bad different r- versions are good. No. Well, I still I haven't even brought it yet, but I still uh, I bought that super cheap, like it was oh, seventy dollars yeah. delivered from China. Yep. Uh, with uh, um, vintage rat, turbo rat, and you dirty rat, I think. Okay. Three settings on it. Mm. Sounds great, actually. Yeah. Right. yeah. For seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, for some reason that circuit just works. There's just different flavors of it. It's yeah. not. It's never bad. 
No, they're all good. So yeah, so the rat, another killer one. Um, mm. I think it was another one where I listened to when I edited the video. I kind of went, "Ooh, that sounds good." Ooh, yeah, yeah, right. I think that's gonna be one of the next videos that's maybe up before this podcast is out, possibly. Uh, if not, it'll be maybe on the weekend. day this podcast this is out. Yeah, cool. Maybe the rad. Sweet distortion. Um, yeah, so very impressed with all the Australian stuff lately. Actually, we've mm. been sort of trying to push a lot more Australian stuff. Yep. Oh, speaking of Australian stuff, we're going to get a microphone. Oh, yes, home microphone. Yes. Yes. Um, it's not, HM. Uh, yeah, like ohm, but mm. with an H. Um, yeah, this guy in uh, Melbourne who's making ribbon mics. and um, Handmade. Mm, so he's a guitarist uh, himself, and he um, made them to record himself, basically as the story goes. So... Um, uh, yeah, we're going to get one of those and um, check it out because we've been meaning to do this thing for quite a while. Is basically do like a thing to do at home, home recording, how to record a guitar amp kind of video. Nelson, isn't he? Yes, yeah. <coughs> and um, so the videos are going to be different types of microphones and different setups and then look at recording with IRs and then probably combination of mics and IRs and amp sims yep. and blah, blah, blah. Yep. So that's, um, yeah, really cool. We get it to um, add some Aussie mics to the list. Yeah. Because I've got some Bees Knees microphones as well, which are also stream made. Oh, are they the Bees Knees? Mm. The Ducks Nuts. Ducks Nuts. <laughs> you should start a microphone company, company called Ducks the, Nuts. The Ducks Nuts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Bees Knees is Australian. I didn't know that. Yeah, from like Bellingen or something. Oh, really? New South, yeah, New South Wales. There you go. Who would have thunked? I've got a Rode mic. It's probably made in China. <laughs> the NT1. Yep. Have you got a Rode NT1? No. Well, because that's, that's a cheap alternative. We should use that. Sure. I've got that. Yeah, might check out some ribbons and dynamics and probably condensers as well. Probably... Um, Transimsters. Transimsters. <laughs> um, probably mics from different price ranges too. Yeah. Like... Um, well, the NT1 is sort yeah. of... But then the Lewitt stuff is quite cheap too mm. and is actually really quite good. That stuff's cool. And um, how, different, how different condensers work. Might even do combinations of mics. Condensers and dynamics or ribbons and dynamics. It'll be wild, whatever oh, it is. It'll be nerdy and long, but interesting. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Actually, I thought, you know what we could do for that? We should actually set up like a Hot Rod Deluxe. Yeah. Because that's kind of like a, yeah, 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 a yeah. common recording yeah. home amp. Yeah. That everyone knows what they sound like. And they're there. And there's a million of them. So. Yeah, we should do that. Mm. We should even do. I think we should do a thing where we, one of us plays, and we set up a camera in the in your live room over here. Yeah. And as you play, we move the microphone around so so you can hear going from the center of the cone to the outside of the cone. Totally. So you can actually hear it as you play, as we're playing, mm. playing like a riff over and over, and just moving the microphone and stuff like that sort of stuff, so, so you can hear yeah. it. Yeah, bit more scientificy. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, that'll be that'll be cool. So that's coming in September. That's we've got it lined up yeah. for September. But um yeah, Aussie Mike on that on that um Home H O H O H M yeah microphones. Aussie stuff happening. They look cool too, so he does all you can do different colour grills and mm. he etches them and Yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks good. I like it. They do look cool. What else is coming up? We've got oh actually I haven't even got that out of the box yet. I've got to do an unboxing video and I should have brought it here to do an unboxing video, but I didn't even think about it. We got the G eleven, Zoom G eleven. Oh, yeah. Is it G eleven? I think it's G eleven. The big sucker. Is it the G11? I think it's a G11. It's a G11. I think it's a G11. 
It's the big sucker zoom. Don't stop rapping. Uh, <laughs> rapping to the song. Uh, it's the big sucker zoom, um, like helixy kind of version, floorboard, amp yeah. sims, but also effects and all that sort of stuff. So quite interested to check that out. Yeah. Because I'm be cool. all up. I mean, you're hearing us now recorded on a zoom device, on a zoom H6. Uh, mm-hmm. All up, I'm a fan of zoom. Mm-hmm. I like the old 500 series Zoom stuff. I've got a bunch of rack things and um, I quite like the, the Zoom, generally Zoom stuff I like. It's always interesting. It's always kind of, maybe, especially some of the old rack stuff is not the most perfect true bypassy kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, I don't care about that stuff. But as long as it sounds kind of good what comes out of it, that's the most important part. And I like the reverbs and delays and... Even you mentioned it here a couple of times. The you've got the, the Zoom twelve or one. The reverbs in that are actually quite good. Yeah, and that's kind of all the stuff that's built properly in Japan, and it's, it's all Japanese made. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, all the the five hundred series, the, they're plastic, mm. but they're all made in Japan. You know, so they're, they're, there's quality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of because most of the, the Zoom stuff we have is older. So it'd be nice to see what they're doing. In yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was quite impressed with the G1X4 uh, or G14. Is that what it was? G GU4 or G something 4? The one that yeah. the, the the small cheap ones. I was quite impressed with them. Yeah, went to there. Uh especially they they kind of they're fairly good, but when you see the price tag you're like, "Oh, okay, they're really Oh, for the price they're ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous, I think what you can do with it. Even yeah. even the amp sims and stuff are they're not, I don't know, fifteen hundred dollars worse than a Helix, but you are paying fifteen hundred dollars less than a Helix. Yeah, they're not amazing, but no, but they're not that bad. Sure, that's what I mean. I mean, the, the, I think the quality-wise, there, hmm. I think it's really good. I like it. I like Zoom stuff. Okay, I'm a fan. We'll do we'll do a shootout once with um, some of the old Zoom um, five hundred series. There's which one is it? The five eleven or something like that. One of them is a uh, because uh, there was a Zoom five or five, which is a guitar multi effects processor. Yeah, yeah but I then they did all the other ones. They did the yeah delays five or six, which was the I think that was a bass one, and they did a five or four, which was the acoustic one, mm. and they did a five or seven, five or eight. One was a reverb one, one was a delay one, did a modulation one, and then they did the amp one, mm. and if you turn the amp sims off on that and you use something good like the Celestian IRs and stuff like that, I think it it's just as good as any of the yeah. um, current Camper Helix XFX stuff. Well, there's a challenge. Yep. Big, we'll do a we'll big, do a shootout. We'll do a video. Big talking. We'll do a video. Real amp. Yeah. Versus Helix, or HX Stomp, right? Mm-hmm. Versus the old Pod. Yeah. Versus the old, an old Zoom pedal. Mm. With, you know, we're using proper IRs. Because I think that's the thing that lets it down. Yeah. Everything else well, that, is super awesome. That stuff's probably the, um, as far as modeling goes, that's probably this, the um, speaker emulation stuff that's come the furthest. Yeah. As far as development yeah. goes. IRs. So that's what we're going to do. That's going to be a video coming up at some stage. Mm. Uh, and you will tell me. 
which one is the the big expensive angle amp or the you know one of your amps which one is the pod which one is the zoom <laughs> which one is the helix interesting yeah. and i think we'll all be very surprised <laughs> so right. uh, yes so that's that's coming up um one of the things that's coming up and kind of one of the things I wanted to a little bit talk about on the podcast, even though we're already almost 50 minutes into the podcast. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes chat. quick when you're having fun. Um, chat. So we are going to get a bunch of pickups from yeah. the good people at Fishman, uh, some Fluence pickups. It's going to uh, be cool just to put out there. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we're getting... Uh, um, well, I originally contacted them because I wanted for my carving. If you watch our... Our videos I don't use it that much anymore at the moment because we've got the Ormsby and it's a seven string but for the more chugga chugga stuff I had a Carvin or Kiesel CT6 um, which are tuned down to drop C tuning um, and I like the way it sounds I think it sounds great but I know they're not the most modern sounding pickups in the world and I thought maybe for the demos just to make it a bit more current I should put some more modern pickups in that are more... Because, you know, for example, I played uh, almost a year ago now at 42 Gear Street. Mm. We did a whole bunch of videos in this one room, which was called the post office. And the post office had a, a Heusenkettner Triamp Mark III. Is it three? The latest one. I think it's Mark III. Yeah. It had a... Um, uh, uh, it had the um, Friedman BE100. It had a Friedman small box. It had an angle as well. It had a whole bunch of super high gain amps, right? Sure. And one of the things I really noticed was you pick up, um, I don't know, you play one of the Tornfuchs guitars, for example, with the Lola Imperial pickups in it, which are meant to be like Les Paul style, PF style mm. pickups. And it sounds fantastic. Then you pick up like a Mayonnaise, one of the more modern guitars, or one of the Ibanezes with a Fishman's pickup in it. And it's just so much tighter and more defined what you're playing so i really noticed that that's the first time i've played those pickups and i've mm. really noticed the difference so i thought you know for the videos it would be cool to get that sort of especially for high gain stuff have a nice tight defined modern sounding pickup so i contacted the guys at fishman and they were very lovely and welcoming and and hi ken by the way ken from fishman if you're listening um and they said but you know what we'll gladly send you one of the modern humbucker pickups but um, Fishman Fluence is totally associated with modern pickups at the moment. But they actually do a lot of not modern, but the more vintage sounding style pickups as well. Would you like maybe some more pickups? <laughs> you know, maybe put them in other guitars just so you can compare between like a more a modern, tight, high output, modern humbucker versus a more vintage style humbucker, which is more based on like old PF style you know, humbucker. Mm, yeah. And Strat pickups too, which you can go from a more hotter, more modern sound with the switch, voicing switch, to a more vintage style thing because they're, I don't know exactly how they work, but I know they're not built like normal pickups. They're, there's circuit boards in there and you can pretty much voice any pickup to sound in any way. It's a little bit like Strymon pedals. Mm. The If you open up uh, a Flint and you open up a Lex and you open up an El Capistan, I think it's all the same inside. They just program different stuff into it. Yeah. So one sounds like a reverb, one sounds like a delay, and one sounds like a rotary pedal. 
And I think it's the same in a way with those Fishman pickups. They're circuit boards and they just populate them in whatever way that they will sound like modern type ones. And, and then you have usually switches where you can switch between completely drastic different mm. sounds. Anyway, long story. So we're getting these soon. Yeah. yeah. Which will be interesting. But that, that brought me to just something I wanted to touch upon. Because um, I was just listening to... Uh, Animals at the End, Henning's podcast, Henning and Michelle and um, Cheddar Kung Pao. I love that name. Yep. Dave, Cheddar Kung Pao. Um, and they were talking in, a, in in one of the podcasts about modding guitars. And Henning basically said, I don't like modding guitars because to me, the, the whole point of a guitar is that the person that makes the guitar knows much better what should go in a guitar and what would sound good in, with their guitar. So he, he even with like guys like Tornfuchs, when he had um, the guitar made for him, yeah. he just said, "Put whatever you think in it." You know, right? Uh, I, you know, maybe go to the point of saying, "I want a humbucker, I want a single coil, sure. or I want a combination of the two. And I think he did the. Th- he said he wanted three pickups because he likes the in between sounds and strats, and he wanted something similar. Mm-hmm. So they put a Charlie Christian pickup in the middle of his. Um, but he sort of said his idea, whole ideas, or the point of it was, um, he doesn't understand modding guitars because to him a guitar is made in a in a certain way because it works best in that particular way yeah and what i wanted to ask you alex is what are your thoughts on modding and do you think a lot of people buy guitars with specifically going this is a good guitar to mod for example squire vintage vibe Yes. Or is that what it's called? Vintage wine? Yeah. Hmm. Um, those, you know, which are great guitars. Yeah, yeah. But they buy them, people buy them because they're cheap, specifically to mod. Now, what are your thoughts on modding? Just because just the three guys on, on Henning's podcast had three quite different opinions. Sure. So just interesting what your thoughts are on it. I think you may have answered in the, in the last line you said is they buy cheap guitars. Yeah. If you buy, like, quality guitars that are, you know, Whatever, whatever you think is quality guitar price point, let's say two and a half grand. Yeah. Onwards. Yeah. Uh, they, they're not going to be limited in budget of what pickups they put in. They're not going to be working to a budget or a dead like a, a ceiling. The builder. Yes. Yeah. So whether it's whether it's a boutique, um, small company or Fender or Gibson or whatever, they're going to have a ceiling of how much they can put into um, timbers and labor and, yeah. and yeah. of course pickups. So if you buy a really nice guitar, they're going to go put some research and time and effort into finding the right electronics for it. Okay. So, so you wouldn't you wouldn't switch up pickups in an expensive guitar if you got it. Probably not. Okay. Even if you don't necessarily like it. Well, I probably wouldn't buy it if I didn't like it. That's exa- that's exactly Henning's point actually. Yeah. Um, but something say sub two grand, say. More, probably more sub fifteen hundred bucks. There, there's probably going to be a ceiling that their their budget hits before they can spend money on any True, you know, yeah, pickup yeah. in the world. Maybe not even any pickup, but just put the R and D into like time and research and into finding the perfect pickup for that guitar, that body shape, that timber combination. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But then, so for example, my Carvin or Kiesel, mm-hmm. right? So that's above the two great two thousand dollar sure. limit. Um, Fair bit above the two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with that, for example, a brand like Carvin or Kiesel, hmm. they offer maybe 
three different types of pickups. Yeah. I think now they offer Fluence as well. Okay. Because they're going more for the metal brand. Yeah, yeah. But they have the entire range, and they have these. But I mean, when I bought it, I think there were three types of pickups you could pick from. You could pick the ones that are what they call the standard pickups, which is the ones that are in it. Mm-hmm. Then there was a Alan Holdsworth signature set. Okay. Which actually I should have put in because they sounded really good. We had an Alan Holdsworth guitar, the fantastic guitar, ugly as as anything. As we have melty tellies with no head. So. Well, that was before that. He, it had a headstock, oh, okay. but it was a, it was a hollow body guitar, but no f holes, but in a kind of telly kind of shape. Yeah. But um, ugly as all hell. But <laughs> it sounded so good. It sounded incredibly good, and yeah, the right. neck was fantastic on it too. And okay. The pickup sounded amazing. Sure. And I think Ben and put uh, had some Alan Holdsworth in his carvings, but I mean he yeah. changed all the pickups in the end sure. out of his carvings anyway. But okay. Um, yeah, so what I mean, I, I so personally that's probably a bit different because, but but anyway, what I was getting at, so with yeah. that, so you can pick from that pickup, that pickup, that pickup. So in the end, I mean, do they with them, for example, do they and I mean, with most even PRS, they maybe have two or three different pickup pickups they've put into types mm. that they make themselves and put into each guitar. Mm. So, does that mean maybe PRS is less because PRS is. They don't have the variety. They have a hollow body kind of style guitar. They have a not hollow body. And then the other one is then they have single cut or double cut. Mm. Um, and then they have the, the John Mayer, totally not a strat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Whereas Carvin has maybe more variety in types of guitars. Than sure. Much. Yeah. But I mean, but even with PRS as well. So they offer maybe two, two or three different types of pickups. And yeah. you can kind of pick if you get a custom made, yeah. which one you want in there. So, does that mean, like, for a company like Carvin that has, let's say, back in mind, has three different pickups? Did they put the research in that each one of their guitars, there are, I don't know, 20 different types of guitars, that mm-hmm. all those pickups are the best solutions for that particular, all those guitars? I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. You have to ask them. That's what I have, yeah. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. Good question. Because um, it's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like uh, it, it, the only, literally the only reason why I'm modding my my carbon mm. keys or carbon is because I wanted something for videos that is yeah. a better reference point for people. But up until now, you've always loved that guitar, right? I've been super happy with it. Yeah. So the only reason you're modding it is because you wanted to use it for a different purpose, right? No, I'm modding it because I'm using it for the same purpose, but I want something that's a better reference point for videos. Which is kind of the same thing. Well, yeah, sort <laughs> of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you use it as a modern guitar rather than as a, a rock humbucker thing. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to be a guitar. I, I wanted to be more different to mm. everything else we have. Yeah, sure. Because I think at the moment, if you would put the, if you put, if I would put it in standard tuning, and I would put it next to the, um, for example, my Ibanez hollow body. Mm. I mean, hollow body will sound different. Totally. But I think the pickups are not too dissimilar okay. between us two. As in, in, you know, not higher output, lower output. I think, I think if you if you would run either guitar into a heavy distortion unit, the hollowness of the yeah. maybe would make a difference. But totally. if you, if you take that away, they probably wouldn't be too dissimilar. You know what I mean? I wanted <laughs> I wanted a guitar that's complete. Well, the pickups are completely different sure, for yeah. videos. Yep. So that's the, that's the whole idea behind it is to have a guitar that's not yeah, like anything totally. else I have. 
Yes. Because I think... It's, the, the, to, it's not because you didn't like the guitar. No, no, yeah. no not at all. I, I really like it. Yeah. The other carbon, mm. I'm putting different pickups in and I'm changing it because I don't like it. Sure. Because the other carbon is a kind of Strat-style guitar with three pickups and I never got along with it and I never get on with Strats and I never get on with three pickup guitars because to me the pickup in the middle is always in the way and I don't like the in-between positions at all on Strats. Yep. That's to me the least my least favourite of all the positions. Sure. On a Strat, I'd either sit on neck or on a bridge. I don't do any other things. Mm-hmm. So I'm changing that to two humbucker guitar. So like cool. a power strat. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, because I don't like it. So that's a, that's an opposite thing. I I do that because they wanted me to. Fishman said, "Why not have other pickups too?" Mm. And I go, "Well, I was going to sell this guitar because I never use it, but now instead of selling it, I'm going to turn it into something I don't have." Yeah, cool. Which is a shreddy strat. Yeah. Power strat with like I guess almost like an RG style, mm. just without the like an Ibanez without the Floyd Rose. Yeah. Or maybe almost more towards the AZ, AZ mm. kind of Ibanez kind of vibe, which I really liked. Um, so that I'm doing because I didn't like the old guitar. The sure. other carving, the, 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 the CT6, I'm doing, I like the old guitar, but I want something more different, more high gainy, more modern, more tight, more defined. Mm, cool. So, um, yeah, can't wait to hear them. It'll be interesting. But yeah, so, so, but, so generally, so you wouldn't mod a guitar. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, but like an expensive guitar. Um, but I probably wouldn't buy an expensive guitar if I didn't love it as an instrument. But that's always the thing is you buy if you if you you go into a shop. Yeah. You try out a guitar. Quite often, it's you, they don't necessarily have exactly the same amp that you use. They don't have your kind of thing, and it is a bit different often when you take it home, as opposed to when you try it out in the shop. Possibly. So. But even still, you can, even unplugged, you can tell like. Will electric guitars have a thing or not where they speak to you? But I mean, the you know pickup I mean? makes a big difference. Mm. And so things like machine heads and stuff, like if you're not happy with them, you wouldn't mod them and change them. Um, possibly if there's something seriously wrong with them, like they won't work okay. properly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I'm never... I, I, I'm not too precious about any of that stuff. I, I yeah. chop and change things quite... I, I, I don't mind chopping and changing stuff. It's probably guitars I'm going to mod, but they're not particularly well, expensive ones. Or I, Well, I don't think I've really... Well, I modded probably the most expensive guitar I have, <laughs> which is my um, 62 Jazzmaster. Not sure. Jazzmaster, uh, Jaguar. Jaguar, yeah. I modded it because I put a mastery trim yep. vibrato and a mastery bridge on it because mm. it's way better than the original stuff. So mm. that's modded. Yep. There you go. Nice. Done. <laughs> No, no, no. I just, I just found it interesting how, how some people are. I guess you're not like that, but um, um, Henning was completely opposed to modding. Like you, you don't mod. Yeah, you right. Just don't do that. Why? You know, and you just make make the guitar you have work for you. Sure. Uh, and I go well, yeah, but then also why not? If you want to, like for example, my my J Maskis again. It's on an expensive guitar, but my yeah. J Maskis um, Squire. It re- other than the body and neck and scratch plates and machine heads everything else is not original <laughs> so all the wiring is different yeah the pickups are different the bridge is different the vibrato is different mm. everything got modded and i do like it way better now than i did before i mean i liked it a lot before 
but I just wasn't happy. So actually, another perfect example, my, um, my uh, um, Elvis Costello Jazzmaster. Mm. Um, I love the guitar, I love playing it, and I love the neck pickup. Or, or not loved, I really liked the neck pickup, and I, but I never got on with the bridge pickup. It was too bright and tinny and trebly to me. And then um, I read a lot about this guy, Mick Brearley, and Brearley pickups in Australia, mm. and I just went, okay, let's just change them. And I got these Brearley pickups, and all of a sudden the bridge pickup is not so bright because I got I went for fifty style mm. um, pickups, and the um, they're more sixty style in the in the, it's the Elvis Costello is basically sixty two vintage reissue in a different color. I mean that's basically what the sure, Elvis Costello right, was. Okay. So they had sixty two. What is it? AVRI, very American vintage reissue. Yeah, AVRI, oh, yeah. sixty-two AVRI pickups in it, mm-hmm. and the bridge to me was horrible. Bridge pickup, I okay. really didn't like it. I, neck, I really liked, but then I put the Brearley ones in, and I like the neck even more than the other neck, and I actually like the bridge. Yeah, cool. So I modded it, and again I put Mastery Bridge and Vibrato on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's a much better guitar now. And that's an expensive guitar to begin with. Yeah, sure. So I don't know. I, I don't see anything wrong with modding. That's just all I'm getting at. Oh, there's nothing, that's wrong, my, nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm not massively opposed to modding. I think sure. modding is a good thing mm. if you want to do it. Okay, cool. But then to... I mean, I do get his point to a certain degree. How are we going for time? We're probably way over an hour six. So. Like, um, the other thing is if you end up modding all your guitars to be... To, uh, just for the sake of modding. No, just to suit your individual taste you end up with all these guitars are exactly the same yeah yeah so no but you don't want no 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 but you don't but, <laughs> you know I mean you, you don't necessarily want to do that but um i mean but then again i play i have how many jazz master star guitars do i have now one two three four okay and they all are done in a way to suit me but they all sound completely different mm-hmm. so you plug any of them in and none of them sound like the other sure. but they all kind of have what I like which is I don't like anything too bright you know it's darker pickups that I like and they all have somewhat darker pickups in them um, but they don't sound the same mm-hmm. yeah, cool. so there's four different so they're, they're all the same and all for my needs but they're not the same okay cool does that make sense yeah nice anyway <laughs> that was just a modding thing just because yeah. I was literally just listening to the podcast and, and Henning was completely opposed to modding anything yeah. You don't mod. He said the only thing you would maybe change is um, machine heads if a guitar wouldn't stay in tune. Sure. And he would put locking machine heads on anything. Oh, what are your thoughts? Locking machine heads versus non-locking machine heads. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> how, how do you mean? No, no, because like <laughs> Henning, for example, goes every guitar should have locking machine heads on it. I've got some with and some without. and I actually prefer my guitars without them. Um, I don't notice the difference. No, once for you, me, once you tune up, it's the, yeah, the, no, but, but restringing. I always find with me, oh. uh, and I have. You mean the practical? Like, yeah, process I have of it. four different, maybe four different guitars, five different guitars, four or five guitars with locking machine heads. Yeah, different brands. Mm. And the thing I find, especially with a low E, half of the time, when you unscrew the little thing, the thing inside doesn't go down enough, and you can't. It's really hard to get the the string through the hole okay i find right and often and i started doing it now as i pulled the old string the, as i put the new string in the the um the not wound bit you know the end of the new string the core part the core part yeah. you kind of put it through and then you have to push down on the 
the little things that actually goes through. Okay. But to me, I find the um, my favorite are the ones that everyone bags them. The 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 ones the, the vintage Fender with the slit in the top where mm-hmm. you put the string in in the top. Yep. And then you bend it around. Yeah, sure. They're my favorite. I've got them on most. They're my absolute favorite. I, I like them the best. I think yeah, really? they're the quickest to change as well, because as soon as you loosen the string, the th- you just pull the thing up and it, the whole it all comes off. Mm. So to me, anyway, again, just because of the uh, just oh, yeah. from listening to Henning's podcast, just <laughs> yeah, I don't really have opinion. They, they either stay in tune or they're not. No, but the, the actual restringing part, I oh, find I don't really care. About I find it, that it's... goes much quicker. I find and easier yeah. than yeah. You know the the oh. putting it in and then tightening the thing and I don't know I don't like I don't like him as much. <laughs> okay, that's just me. Sure, um, that's okay. Just, no, and like I said, just because I was just listening to Henning and Henning had a very strong opinion on it. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily have a strong opinion on it, but I just for my own thinking, mm. if I would spec a guitar, I wouldn't put. So okay, so for example, if you would spec a guitar. Yep. And you could spec everything. It's a, it's the Alex Rottier, Larave custom, your guitar. Larave going to make Larave, <laughs> They want to make you a baby, not so you have a baby blue and a baby pink one. Yes. Um, but you can spec everything on it. Including the color? Including the color. No, no, that's you have no choice. That's baby pink. Oh, glasses <laughs> fall off my head. Um, uh, and they go, they ring you up and go, hello, this is uh, Jean-Luc from Larave. <laughs> That's weird, because aren't they from California? <laughs> no, they're from Canada, aren't they? Pretty sure they're California. Are they French-Canadian, Larivet? I don't know. Well, it's a French name, Larivet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're French-Canadian. A... Well, anyway, Jean-Luc from wherever he is, from Larivet, Jean-Luc Larivet. Um, <laughs> Jean-Luc Larivet. rings you up and he goes, Oh, Alex. Uh, even if he's American, he speaks with a French accent, just yeah. for the purpose. Oh, yeah, he, he is, the French are allowed in America now. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Uh, I think they're French Canadian. That's just, uh, but yeah, I could be wrong. Um, no, California. Are they California? Yeah. But probably originally French Canadian. <laughs> sure, why not? Okay, <laughs> California. If, if it makes you feel better. So, like, uh, so um, Sean from Larry is like, yo, bro, <laughs> California. Hey, bro. Sean. <laughs> I'm Sean. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, Jean Luc from Larry. Uh, <laughs> he, he rings you up and he goes, Sean's on holidays. Alex. Uh, what kind of machine heads should we put on your guitar, your special baby pink guitar? I have in my hands uh, three types. I have very big hands. <laughs> I can install whichever ones you want. Which one would you pick? Would you pick um, same as on that, which is like Cluson style? Well, like, is it six aside or or three aside? Well, it's your signature guitar. Um, you can have you can have those style, like you know, like normal style ones, where you just put the string through the hole there's a hole on twist the hole on the post you can have locking ones yeah or you can have the ones that are the split ones the vintage style ones where you put the string in in the top and then goes through the slit and he goes oh Alex uh, I'm Jean-Luc <laughs> which one would you like um, and you could pick right now which okay. one would you pick I'm going to pick the one that's best going to look look best on the guitar they all look exactly the same they don't look exactly the same the, the heads all look exactly the same oh. I don't care what have you Put on. No, but Alex, I cannot make up my mind. I'm Jean-Luc. You tell me. <laughs> when has a French man not made up his mind? <laughs> well, this is Jean-Luc because he lived in America for such a long time. Uh, doesn't want to offend anyone. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so which one would you pick? Um, 
the most expensive one? They're all exactly the same price. price. <laughs> okay, Lock, locking ones. You would pick the locking ones. That's why I put them on war guitars. See, there you go. So you like the locking ones? Yeah, they're fine. Well, there you go. Done. But I don't really care if they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you would pick. Yeah. But See, got, I would pick the slit headstock ones. I've got, I've got the, the vintage ones. I've got the vintage city ones on um the Tompkins, and these are the normal ones, and there's other ones. Uh, what are the Vanda? Are they locking or are they just normal? Ones? Uh, Normal. Normal. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So would you, okay. Yeah. If you could have a Larivee signature series, would you get a six aside or three aside? Three, um, in that I mean, three aside or a six in, in that guitar? In that body shape? Yeah. Well, obviously, three aside because it would look weird. What well, I mean, it's your signature guitar. Oh, sweet. Okay. The pink one. Would you have a pink one? That, you can change anything you want except for the color. <laughs> Actually, I'd probably pick, pick anyway. Would you? Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, that... Oh, you want, you, you like shell, you're one of them shell pink kind of guys too. Yeah, I want like, um, but a MJT relict type of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We'll send it to that French company, Relict. Uh, Jean-Luc from Laravel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Via um, France in Paris in ah, California. Yes. Um, okay, what mm. would you... Ch- if you could... If if Larave could make you a signature guitar, this is good. we're going to go way over, but I don't care. Sure, um, be bang up for it. What would you? What would you? Um, and they go. Let's start with this, but you can change the body shape. You can change the headstock shape. You can change anything on it. What would you change? But that's sort of the the base. Ooh, I do like that shape. So you would stick with that shape. Why not? Okay, just in pink. I really like it. Okay, in pink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the the black on blue scratch plate and pickups. I'm not sure about that. Maybe vint, like H white or something. Okay, could okay, okay. Could be cooler. And maybe oh, whatever those Diamond pickups were in that guitar I played in San Francisco, they were pretty cool. Oh, ooh, they make a single P90 version of it as well. Ah. No, just well, I don't think they make any of them anymore, but they used to. Ooh, single pickup blue. Well, just don't use the switch. <laughs> I'm just saying, single pickup. I'm just checking if they make a pink one. <laughs> Not yet, because it's Because your signature series, yeah. Um, pink. It is pretty awesome, that guitar. Probably need to use strings. Um, no, they make a... <laughs> Excuse me, a red one. Oh, yeah? Um, How red? Like a darky red. Oh, oh, oh sorry, up there. Sorry, it's transparent. Transparent, yeah. but a darkish sort of, like an like a um, SG kind of red. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and they make a white one. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't make a pink one. So that could be your thing. Pink. So you you would keep that body shape. It is pretty cool. You would keep two P nineties. No. Um, oh, you like you were saying it those diamond style. I've already got two P nineties. Okay. So, unless there's like a diamond and or um, TV Jones or something. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Bigsby. Or hardtail. Hmm. Or strap. I'm gonna go hardtail. Hardtail. I do kind of like. That kind of bridge. Maybe, or just, maybe just paint that guitar pink. Maybe just paint it pink. <laughs> uh, that kind of bridge or um, like a like a. 
with the two, like a tunematic style, or one with like a big tailpiece. I kind of like that. It's really efficient. Looks looks minimal too. Like looks very minimal. Yeah. Um, so basically, that just in pink. Yeah. Okay. With white, with different pickups. With locking tuned. Locking tuned. <laughs> okay. Would you keep the two volume, two tone thing? <clears throat> I could probably go with one volume, one tone. Just for both. Okay. So I always have it both wide open anyway. Do you, see, I always, I, I would go for personally, I would go for one tone and two volumes, like um, a master tone and two volumes, because with two volumes you can do that thing. Yeah, I don't do that. Yes, you should. <laughs> you don't even have a thing on your thing. I know, and it's. You need a thing on your it's thing. Broken off. It's it's the um. If you don't know, it's like the Les Paul type switcher, pickup switcher, and the top where the little button knob screws on has snapped off, so it's quite sharp. I don't know if you've had to play it. No. So when you go pick change pickups, you scratch the side of your finger. You should do something about that. Uh, One day. Been needing to change that for a couple of years now. <laughs> you've only had the guitar for ten years or something. Yeah. Uh, cool. Oh well, there you go. I'm so getting a good callus on the side of my finger. We've got we've got your um, new pink Larave signature series guitar, yeah. Jean Luc. Thank you very much. Can't wait to go to France and meet them. Yeah, <laughs> you're a Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right next door. Um, cool. Well, there you go. So, um, Alex, uh, I'm glad we sorted the thing about the modding. Alex loves mo- uh, loves um, pink, <laughs> pink and uh, uh, locking machine heads. Yeah. Um, and uh, will not mod under any circumstance. Uh, yeah, it's kind of what I said. <laughs> is it? Yeah. And I will mod. Mod, mod, and only mod. Life is mod. Life is mod. Oh. mod. You should do like a t-shirt with mod cons and then change pickups. Mod pros. Mod pros? Mod pros and mod cons. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, my cue to go. Yes. On that note, well, thank you very much. Uh, that was our yeah, heated uh, discussion on modding. Pink guitars. Um, what are your thoughts on modding? And would you have a pink guitar? Would you have it like that matte sort of pink as well? Sure. Why not? But, yeah, yeah, and it relic. Yeah. Relic matte. That would be cool. Yeah. Would it be cool, or would it be a little? A little yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not your guitar. <laughs> True. Um, when you go to France and talk to them, <laughs> <laughs> you can make whatever guitar you want in Canada. Okay. In Canada. It's pronounced Canada. Canada, Oh, eh? uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. Um, you, no one's probably listening anymore anyway. But if you, if you are listening, let us know by saying, um, I would buy Alex's pink guitar. Just, just, just yep. write it somewhere on our, on our Facebook or... <laughs> Send us an email. I would buy Alex's pink guitar. Can't wait for that. Or, or actually, no. Make it easier. Let's make it easier. Just write Alex is wrong. <laughs> then we know you've listened to the end of this podcast. Oh, Alex is wrong. Can't wait for that. Because <laughs> I'll forget about this by next week. Yeah, and then someone will go. <laughs> Alex is wrong, and we go. What? Like, Why is he wrong? What about now? <laughs> Jeez. Oh yeah, what was it? I made it or something. I made like that. It. <laughs> we got messages saying I made it, and we're sitting here going, "What did they make? What? Why? Why did they make it? <laughs> what are you making?" Yes, we are. We are we're idiots. But uh, <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to do the photo thing if you can. Um, let us sure. know what we should do for the one hundredth episode. Spectacular. Spectacular. Um, 
And what uh, was the Simpsons thing? The two hundred fortieth. I don't know. Episode is spectacular. Two hundred thirty nine or something. We could do the guitar wank thing and just not go to one hundred. Just go to ninety nine. <laughs> A, 99B, 99C. And then it went all the way through the alphabet. And then they went to 99 and a quarter or something like that. 99 and a half. And then... <laughs> so good. Because they wanted to do something special and they never got around to doing it. So Love those guys. They postponed it. Um, all right. That's it now. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our crap for an hour and 20 minutes. And, Go uh, out to the world and be good to each other. Yes. Buy pink guitars. Yes. Right. And Alex is wrong. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>